is the 77 WABC minicast. You got to know when to hold up. Know when to fold up. Know when to walk. And we are playing know when to hold them, know when to fold them, because, John, that was the advice that you gave to Nikki Haley. That's the advice we gave her, and it looks like... Uh, Saturday, she's going to get wiped out by 30, 40 points. But let's go to the expert. Let's Carl go to, Rove. exactly. Let's go to Carl Rove, uh, former advisor, big time advisor there to President George W. Bush. And Carl, uh, your thoughts about what's her objective if the polls are correct? Um, and I saw you with your whiteboard earlier, my friend, um, that it looks like it's not going to be a good day for her. Uh, yeah, there, look, there are 2,429 delegates at the Republican National Convention. I think we've elected like 70. So uh, there'll be a bunch more tomorrow. Um, and you're right. I mean, one of the key tests is going to be the polls. Real clear politics average, I think, is about 26-point difference between the two points, two, uh, which if you translate it into the election, looks like a 65-35 um and uh, split and uh, the, the 538.com is pretty close to that 6337. So the question is going to be, um, does she do better than that? And, and if she doesn't, do people say, you know, you had your shot, uh, uh, you know, roll it up. But let's, let's be honest about it. We've, we've elected a fraction of the delegates uh, to the Republican National Convention. What about the Super Tuesday states? Because those are right afterwards, and I've seen Trump leading in most of those polls too. Yeah, and look, uh, she's got to. She's got to. Let's assume tomorrow she does a surprise, and and the surprise may be that you know she originally said my goal is to be, uh, you know, better than I was in New Hampshire. So maybe maybe it's not a thirty or forty point blowout. Maybe it's a you know it's fifty seven forty three or fifty six forty four, uh, and it gives her enough to say, well, I, I, I continue to go on. Well. March 5th, uh, we have nearly 800 delegates at stake. And this is the last day on which most of the delegates, on which the delegates uh, cannot be selected by winner take all. After March 15th, any primary or, or um, caucus can, can award all the delegates. Now, I think there's a problem with California. California has a party rule saying um, 50%, if anybody gets 50%, they get all the delegates, which is winner take all. But, uh, right. uh, and in, therefore in violation of the rules. So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. But it, look, if she does well, depending on how we define well on Saturday, then she's going to be participating in those primaries, which include states like Texas, which also do not have, we don't have party registration in Texas. So it's an open primary. Anybody can come in and vote. And if she does well tomorrow, it's going to be because South Carolina does not have partisan registration. So people who are nominal Republicans or independents can can come in and vote even if they, uh, you know, because they don't have registration. Wait, you know, it's interesting, Carl. I saw someone say this earlier today. I don't think it was you. So correct me if I'm wrong, saying that Haley has a Republican voters problem, not a GOP donor problem, because there's some GOP donors and Democratic donors backing her. Um, let me also ask you about Biden, too. I got to ask you this because, boy, the polls are just continue to go down and down, Carl. And his job approval is edging down to 38 percent. And they were showing his cheat sheets the other day. He's in California. You're just talking about California. He's talking to all the Democratic donors 
And in the Democratic donors, he's like, they're like, uh, say hello to the donors. I mean, it was another one of those like cards, index cards. Say hello. Your name is Joe Biden. I was ready for them to put it on the card. I mean, come on, Carl. Yeah. No, look, I'm not going to make too much of that because, you know, you, you you go. You, if you got a lot of these things, you, you got to have reminders to be sure and, re, you know, make certain that everybody gets recognized, that kind of thing. But I, I'm, I'm more interested in the job performance. Because, look, that is the felt experience of the American people, that he's not up to the job and that he's not doing the job. There's virtually no major issue, not inflation, not crime, not immigration, not national security, where his favorable job rating is above his his reelect. That is to say, there are a bunch of people today who are saying, I'm willing to vote for him, but I don't approve of what he's doing. That is a weak position to be in. That, that, that ain't going to get better. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Ed Cox. As he performs better. Ed Cox. So, Carl, if it's not going to get better, the uh, Democrats generally going to want to replace him. How does that happen? Because he has all the delegates basically pledged to him after Super uh, Super Tuesday. Yeah, well, look, uh, I wrote about this last week. And, Ed, I'm, I'm deeply wounded that you didn't – or maybe you're just – you set up the question so that you okay. thought the column was so good. You exactly. To that must it. be it. Exactly. Definitely, Carl. Yeah, you, know that that, you, know that. you know that. You know that. Of course. Look, look. <laughs> yeah, March 31st, 1968, Lyndon Johnson pulled the ripcord. We're, we're sitting here on, you know, February 23rd. So uh, by April 5th, 76% of the delegates to the – Democratic National Convention will have been selected, or about 74, excuse me. By the, by the April 25th, it's 86%. So he could, he could say, you know what, I've decided that I'm going to focus on the important challenges the country faces, and so I'm no longer a candidate. And when they meet on August 19th, the Democrats in, in Chicago, uh, you know, we, we'd, between now and then, we'd have a lot of people moving around saying, I'm interested going to states, trying to, trying to cut deals, to, you know, to articulate in a message. And we'd be fascinated by it as a country. Who are these people who want to offer themselves up for the Democrats? Think about the convention. It'd be the first convention, uh, you know, in, in decades where we went to multi-ballots. And on the second ballot, remember, the superdelegates who are already all appointed, uh, they get to start voting on the second ballot if nobody has a majority on the first so, you know, imagine the ratings. They'd be off the charts. And as long as they picked a normal Democrat, um, not a, you know, not a lunatic, uh, in all likelihood, they'd come out of the convention with a big mo- a burst of momentum and they'd be ahead in the polls. And the question is, would it be durable? And it may not be. But the fact of the matter is they'd be in better place than they are today with a guy whose approval rating, the real clear politics average is approve, 56.3% disapprove. That's a problem. Yeah, that's a big problem. (laughs) Carl Rove, thank you, and thank you for your wisdom.